0: no doubt there's power deep within hi beauties welcome to the beyond beauty project with your host bridget burrick brown the show that's redefining the meaning of beauty enjoy and we're so happy to have you part of
1: the conversation hi everybody and welcome to the beyond beauty project today i am here with christine evangelista Christine Hi. is an act. Hi. <laughs> Christine is an actress who has been critically acclaimed for her award-winning starring role in the arrangement in movies like Bleed for This and As Sherry in the Walking Dead universe. She is currently creating her own lingerie line. And she has combined her love of lingerie and media, launching a digital brand, Half Naked. In her podcast, Half Naked, she talks to women about underwear, the power of vulnerability, and of course, half naked self-love. I am so excited you're here today. Thank you so much. <laughs> how are you? I'm great, Bridget. I'm so proud of you. This
0: is such a great idea. You've Aww. been talking about this before podcasts. I think were like even invented. <laughs> this was like how many years? I mean, That's it was probably true. 2000 and- 2009 or something 10 and Mm -hmm. you were telling me that you wanted to create a blog or a platform where women could share beauty tips and we were like going on a hike yes date and you were like what is it that you like to do what are you into and I just feel like this was always I mean you've been wanting to do this for a long time so I'm proud of you
1: (laughs) oh thank you so much I know I really have been it's finally happening and you're very
0: qualified for it you know dedicated yeah. your life to this space so
1: yeah thank you where are you right now I am currently in Miami nice
0: <laughs> uh which is great I feel love it it's just so vibrant here
1: you know the weather is wow. obviously
0: beautiful but there's just a vibrancy I think there's a lot of people from New York here
1: I heard that from a couple of people hmm Okay, we are going to dive right in to my Let's very first it. question um, that I ask everyone, and I want to know how you would define beauty.
0: It's a great question. I'm very curious that people answer that, right?
1: I know. I'm very it's curious really interesting.
0: It is. It's so personal. And I think my idea of beauty, it changes constantly. What I feel is beautiful, how I feel beautiful, And, you know, I think at its core, I want to say beauty is confidence, but I realized more than ever that beauty is happiness and it's about being happy, being happy is beautiful. I think we've all seen that this past year of how difficult things have been and, you know, Mm -hmm. needing to find and create happiness. And I think I feel most beautiful when I'm happy and happiness is definitely something I need to work on, right? I need to, I'm not just happy when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. So I really feel like it's something I need to remind myself. But I also think another thing about beauty is I've been thinking about this recently that beauty is grace
1: and mm. really finding
0: grace and things and whether that's through kindness, forgiveness, you know, how you communicate with others I think grace is beauty also
1: and grace for yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to have so much grace for yourself. I love that. And also the, the happiness part. I mean, I feel like when you said that I pictured being at a party and just seeing the person that's like cracking up. Yeah. You're like, they're so beautiful. Totally. They're alive. They're alive. It's just being
0: alive. It's freedom. It's, you know, it's like that expression. And it, it is, I mean, it's just a beautiful way to connect with people.
1: Yeah. Right. Especially
0: laughter. You see someone laughing on the side. It's like the greatest sound in the world.
1: Is well, and I feel like when you're laughing, you're being present, you're mm-hmm. living, you're connecting, you're listening to that person. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to hear a little bit about your journey into becoming an actress.
0: You know, I can't say it's been easy, and I don't think anybody would say it's easy, Mm -hmm. but I will say that I feel very fortunate that I had a vision, right? I knew that this was something that I really wanted to do from a child, and I think that in itself, you know, having a sense of purpose and a belief of what I wanted to do and, you know, just a good real love for it, and that started when I was a child. You know, the two of us say, were both yeah. products of like, we're dancing school kids. Yeah, We've both done like the dance competitions. And I think, you know, my love of performing yeah. really grew from that. And then it just, I just wanted to get deeper and deeper into it and into expression and connecting. And and, that, and that's what acting I think was for me. But even as a child, I would make movies and write scripts and, you know, film everybody in in my family and that lived on my block, and I I have like a collection of these like five minute films that I made from when I was oh my
1: God, I love seven that. years old to like fifteen. We need to something. bust those out. Yeah,
0: no, I'm good. But it is something that I always just loved, and I've, yeah. I've had to remind myself of that a lot because the industry is so hard, yeah, and inconsistent, and um, it's frustrating, and I've had to remind myself why I'm doing this in the first place. But I've had like those breaking moments where you really have to like pull yourself up and commit to the craft again.
1: Yeah. I feel like the word no is so consistent in the mm-hmm. entertainment world. It's like, you oh, yeah. get, we, we always said that in the modeling world or commercial world, like you get told so many more times no than you ever will a yes. And- I mean, like- Thousands, right? <laughs> thousands, thousands. It's just, it's constant,
0: you know, it's a constant no. And nothing's, nothing's forever. I mean, that's such as true in life too. Yeah. But, you know, jobs get canceled, actors get replaced. Yeah. You know, things don't get picked up. It's just a constant struggle.
1: So that's what I yeah. mean. Like you have to
0: really love it. Yeah, you have, you have to, to
1: really love it. it. How have you maybe you didn't get picked for a role you really wanted or a part Mm -hmm. in a play. How did you pick yourself up after that?
0: I mean, there's always the, the breaking moments, the moments where I could remember just being in such pain, you know, because I didn't get something Mm -hmm. that I really wanted or even lost something that I had. And, you know, I remember where I was in a lot of those moments and I think that I think it's a deep understanding of humility that I learn in those moments that, you know, it's not about me or whatever reason and and understanding also that you're lucky that you had the opportunity to do it.
1: Yeah. You know, I started
0: approaching every audition like this is my opportunity to play this character. Like this is the chance I get to be this woman. And I might not get another shot after this. I might not get the job, but this is the opportunity that I'm going to love and enjoy and give her a life and do something different in the room and have fun with it because you're probably not going to get the part (laughs) again, because there's so many more no's and yeses. So it's like, just, reframing it in your mind is to look at it differently and just enjoy the opportunity to do it. And of course that sounds so much easier said than done, especially when you're stressed out financially or you need the job or going through a lot of personal things. Like I get it, but it's really about changing your view on what's happening and it's not happening to you. You know, one of them, I would call it my manager all the time and I was crying and (laughs) say, I worked so hard on it worked so hard on that audition and she's tough as nails and I've been with her since I was like 18 years old I feel and like you told me she, about her yeah yeah and she called me up and she's like what are you special she's like everybody worked hard she's like that's no different she's like you got to work hard it yeah. doesn't make you special and I was like that's true it's like it doesn't I don't deserve it because I worked hard
1: yeah right? like
0: you just you have to work hard
1: that's yeah what it is
0: so you I really, really go that. in
1: trying to have the most fun you can.
0: It is, yeah. And, and yes, nerves are applied. And I have created little routines for myself before I walk into an audition room and I listen to certain songs and I hype myself up. And, um, and that all really helps take yep. the pressure off. You know, uh, I used to like, I remember being a teenager going in for an audition and being so nervous and I would just dance. I would just dance in the hallway, love, <laughs> just totally love. distract myself and like release the energy through it my body. It changes your
1: state too. When yeah, you dance around, yeah, you know? it makes
0: you happy yeah. and when you're happy, you're beautiful. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Is there anything um, on set that's ever really shook your confidence and you've had to get yourself together quickly? Like I totally. can, I remember times being, okay, I'm going to go in the bathroom for a second. I'm going to take a moment and then I come out. How do you get yourself back together in those?
0: Yeah. Like there are moments of just real pressure. I remember one of my first big jobs, there were, you know, thousands of people on set and I think studio heads and executives were there that day. And I just felt a real sense of pressure. It's almost like looking back at it. Now I, you know, there's imposter syndrome where they're yes. going to find out that you don't belong there. And Ugh. like, this is it. This is how it's going to happen. And yes. so like the more you could objectively understand that that's not what's happening. And, and this is your chance to show them why you're there, yes. right? Like if we could just switch that. But I would remember being so stressed out before I you know, realized this, that I would get, I mean, my, um, my chest would get red. Like my chest would get Mm. so red and I almost would run up like hot just through total anxiety. And then I would get nervous that my chest was red and everyone's going to see my chest red and I'd get so embarrassed. And I remember um, finding this at the time, like this tattoo covering makeup, like this really heavy makeup, Mm. skin tone. And I started putting that on my chest where I felt like I might, You know, if I get nervous on set or something, and I started doing that until, you know, I could calm myself down and realize that, that, you know, okay, and it's and it happens. And I uh, I remember being in an acting class and like I was talking to my teacher about it, and he was telling me he's like, well, that's because you're so expressive, you wear your heart on your sleeve, and that's where it comes from. And he told me that, that there was this you know, famous Italian operatic singer that would get so emotional in her performances and would get that flush. And people would come to see her because she was just so emotional and so present.
1: And so so, again,
0: yeah, changing the narrative of like, what and why that happened to me. And, uh, And then doing something to control it. Yeah, okay, you have something going on or I know people have, you know, psoriasis that might act up or something and you just cover it up. Just yes. cover it up. And I think that's like true with everything in life. Just cover it up.
1: You well, know? It's, it's smart that you controlled what you could.
0: Little things. Then the more you talk to people about it, they're like, oh yeah, that happens to me all the time. And you're like, oh, yeah. and then it yeah. just stops happening, you know?
1: Okay. I want to transfer a little bit. I feel like the insecurity and judgment around our looks in the entertainment world is so constant. Mm-hmm. How have you dealt mm-hmm. with that over the years? Yeah, that's a great
0: question, right? I could say, you know, honestly, I'm a reasonably attractive person,
1: right? Like, a very attractive person.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty, okay? But I'm not by any means like as beautiful as some of these, like women from all over the world that are coming in to like audition for these roles or book these jobs or something. And it's, you know, it's like, they're like a different, they're like, you know- Victoria's secret level beauty or like what we used to consider beautiful then.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh
0: and I think coming up especially in my 20s like where that was like at its all-time high. It was really hard for me. New York City, people from all over the world come to New York City. Yeah. Attractive people from all over the world come yep. to New York City. Yep. It's an attractive city. And that was really hard and I definitely took a beating, you know, emotionally. And I was not kind to myself. I was not good to myself. And um And I think that's very, you know, looking back, it's very representative about where I was in my life. Like I wasn't very happy because I didn't feel, I didn't have that confidence because I equated it so much to the exterior
1: and I was, you know,
0: hurting my interior in the process, Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but I really did try to, you know, use it within my work. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to get this job because I. I'm not going to be the prettiest person there, but I'm going to do something different. I'm going to bring something that I have in my life, in my history, from where I'm from to this role. And I'm going to do something different in this mm. audition room and like, just, you know, changing it a bit, but yeah, it's, it was really hard. And I, um, uh, and again, I'm an attractive person. It's ridiculous for me to no, I know. feel that way, but I mean, it's so It can so really many affect us. Yeah, there's so many times that I didn't get the part because I wasn't pretty enough. And then there were and- times that I was that I was uh too pretty and they you know used the words like uh quirky. She's not quirky enough. <laughs> it's like okay. They have all these like code names for yeah. things just to like
1: lessen the blow, but you really know what totally. they mean. Totally. You really get some thick skin. It's interesting mm-hmm. though, because we talk, we're talking about the entertainment world, but these messages oh, yeah. go out to everyone,
0: you know? Totally. totally. It's true. Like a- I think it's um, every woman, you know, at one point in her life, I feel that way. And I, my hope is that these conversations that we're having and that really help change that to show like, again, what beauty is and it's yeah. really our job. It is our job in the entertainment industry, but also anybody with a platform, representation representation yes. is so important have people on that look a certain way that ha- that come from a certain place and talk about it so that other people could see that that's there and that can be them and they can connect to that and yes. they can ad- and identify with it
1: yeah do you feel like the industry I mean it's made it's made changes do you feel like it still has a ways to go be more inclusive. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I think advert the advertising market, media, yeah. clothing brands, makeup companies. Yeah, of course there's lingerie. always room. There's always room to go, but especially lingerie. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it is happening. You look at all of these female owned brands, there's exponentially more, I mean, it's it, in the lingerie industry, it, it it's never been a better time to be a female lingerie designer. And it's crazy to think that there wasn't any really before. It's crazy to think that it Wait, was such a male-dominated
1: industry. There wasn't any female designers? Well, there were, or... but not,
0: not in like the big brands. They wow. were all designed by men. But going back, I mean, this is like a whole other conversation, but even yeah, yeah, yeah. making corsets in like the medieval periods, those were made by men.
1: It's crazy. Wow we're jumping around a bit, but since we're, yeah, talking, we are. About, since we're talking about <laughs> lingerie, my daughter always asks me, why mommy, do you have to wear a bra and daddy doesn't? And mm-hmm. why do we, when we go to the beach, do you have, we have to cover our boobs and the boys don't, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't have a good answer for her. I'm
0: like, I don't either. I mean, it's such, how do you explain that? You know, well, we have different private parts. How do you, and at what point do you introduce that? Well, of course you have to, you know, you're not going to let her run around naked all the time, but explaining that things are different, right? In a way that's not shaming them. So much Mm -hmm. of our life, we've been shamed for things. like We have to wear bras under our shirts so our nipples aren't exposed, so we don't make men uncomfortable. We can't wear tank tops in school because our bra strap will be shows because we don't want to make men uncomfortable. Mm. And it's always about that. And it's crazy. It's if always you really about back them. It. Yeah, it's like, no, control yourself.
1: <laughs> like yeah. control yourself. So what do you think about us like having to wear a bra? I think well, that in a way it's like we're lucky to wear a bra because we get to have that self-expression. And mm-hmm. I love how you talk on your show about... Mm-hmm how even if no one sees what's underneath yeah. our shirt and our pants or our dress, we mm-hmm. can feel really confident and yeah. awesome and, and sexy. I I've,
0: I've love I love bras. I'm wearing a bralette top right now. I love, I love it, it. I love it. And I've also seen this. This, this is a very big trend recently like with just wearing, we've always kind of ex- done exposed bras, but so many brands now are doing these really cute nice. bralettes that are so meant to be seen. Just ready to wear a bra and I love it. But I think lingerie, lingerie is exciting to me. It, it evokes emotion and addresses identity and our bodies. And it's like, it's a, it's a form of self-expression that could really break boundaries for women. And I mean that like in finding the things that you like, that you feel good and comfortable in. I don't feel comfortable in a padded bra. Like mm-hmm. even physically, I don't think I, I don't like the way I look in a really thick padded bra. It makes me feel uncomfortable Yeah, and I would only be wearing a thick padded bra because I want to look good for somebody else. Cause I want to look like I have, you know, a bigger chest than I do. Like I don't, and, and by the way, if that's what you want, like go for it. Yep. I don't want it, you know, and it's not saying I'm better in any way. I just don't, I don't like the shape, yeah. you know, but I think it's really about finding what makes you feel good and makes you feel sexy and confident.
1: Do you wish the rule though, to have to wear a bra or to not show your nipples would dissipate? Yeah. Just so boring to
0: me. It's so it's boring. So, And it is sometimes it's hard to do. I forgot a bra recently and I'm walking through the lobby of the hotel and I'm wearing a dress and, like you could clearly see like my yeah. nipple through this white dress. Not that it was translucent, but you could see like the outline. And I was like, I felt really awkward at first, but then I just kind of like went with it. Like who cares? Who cares? Like it's not a big deal at all. I don't know why we make such a big deal out of it. And everyone just freaks out all the time. Um, yeah, I definitely think it needs need to go to away. It's just so antiquated. Down. People need to yeah, calm Yeah, it's just down. boring to me.
1: Okay. <laughs> I feel like when I think of you, I think of you have a passion for life and the world is your stage. Oh. You're just alive. Where does that come from? Anytime I see you I, on social media or I see you in person, I'm, you're just like, you're reminding me of, okay, this is a bad example, but. No, tell me this is weird. You know when people are like, don't use the fine China. Yeah. And you're oh, yeah. going to use the fine China. Oh, I will use that. Like you, oh, I do. Like you have no idea. I have really I, fine China. <laughs> and <laughs> right I love now. that. I'm the same. I love, like you exude that yeah. to me. Like, where does that passion? Oh, thank you.
0: I, you know, I, it's so funny because like even having like a really, like a nice expensive, like there are people in the world that hold on to really nice expensive champagne for a long time. And yes, I get it. If you want to age it, the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, what are you waiting for? <laughs>
1: I agree. Drink yeah. it now.
0: Like things are like, it's now live in the moment now and do everything. Do everything with pride. Like I, I mean, I I, when I that. make, a, when I cook dinner, oh my God, you think it's the last supper. And I, I love it. I love making people feel good. I love making people feel special. And I yeah. do that with those sorts of things. You know, I'm not the best chef, but I, I act like I am and yeah. people like my food. And, and and I love doing that. I just, I love making everything a moment like wear the nice dress Mm. you know if you want don't save these things for some special day because every day make every day as special as you can yeah there's like a magic
1: moment or a special moment yeah like
0: but it's also like a vision in life really there's I have one of my favorite quotes ever that I'll probably even butcher but the idea of it is there are these two masonry workers on the side of the road um doing work and another man approaches one of them. And he's like, sir, what, what are you doing over here? And he's like, oh, I'm laying down some bricks. It's like, okay. And he walks further down the road and he sees another man. He's like, sir, what are you, what are you doing over here? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm building a cathedral. And it's just these two men doing the same exact thing, but they just approach it differently. And I love so much of the idea of doing these simple things, well, you know, seemingly simple things in life and having like a greater vision and purpose for it. Yeah, and I try to be building a cathedral. <laughs> you know, as ridiculous as that sounds, but I just always want to have fun, think big, and act like this is this is my this is my chance to perform.
1: <laughs> I love it. You know, I love it. It just makes you have makes you have such gratitude for life. I feel too. Yeah, right? for sure. You have a I gratitude practice. I feel like
0: I do. You know, I started, I started writing in a a gratitude journal, everyday things that you're grateful for, because it's true, you know, things, the laws of attraction exist. Again, going back to beauty and the definition of beauty, it's like, it's really the laws of attraction too. you know, what you put out in the world is what you get. The love you take is equal to the love you make. One of my favorite Beatles lines but that. it's true. And I think that when you can be grateful of everything in every moment, and look, I'm a very fortunate girl. I have a lot to be grateful for. I come from an amazing family. I live in a, you know, great city in a wonderful yeah. country, like, you know, baseline. I got a lot to be grateful for.
1: Yes. Yes. Um,
0: But every day, like, you know, I have, Oh, look, look at this, this bottle of water that just happened to be in my room. Like that's, There's a lot to be, these beautiful flowers that I'm looking at that they were selling in the lobby that I bought. Like there's so much to be grateful for. And look, I got to remind myself of that. I don't like, I definitely fall into the chicken little sky is falling. Oh my God, my life is over. And then you need to like collect yourself. As I always say, pull up my big girl pants and realize Mm -hmm. that like, I'm okay. Things are great and have a lot to be grateful for, but it is something that you need to practice, which is why I started the journal it's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, write write it down because you see it. Yeah. You see it differently. You feel it. And, um, yeah. And that really is the law of attraction exists. My friend,
1: the energy that you
0: put out in the world is the energy that you will get back.
1: I remember you saying once I'm allowed to be scared or I'm allowed to be nervous, but I'm not allowed to not be thankful
0: something along the lines
1: you did. And I was like, that is so awesome because yeah, yeah, we can be scared or we can have anxiety or we can have fear, but we have to, we have to be thankful and have faith.
0: Totally. Always have faith. I, um, I was really bummed. I was on, um, I was on a television show and it got canceled. And I was really upset, rightfully so. And my really close friend, Dwayne, he came up to me and he goes, Christine Evangelista. does like the universe has always had your back. How dare you insult the universe by thinking it's not going to have your back now? And I was like, you're right. Like, like, think about just that. doesn't, you know, I've lost a job. i financially was in trouble (laughs) you know I think I was single at the time I did not have
1: but I always like
0: yes the universe will have my back I just have to trust in it of course apply yourself work hard be kind do all the good things
1: but the universe will have your back yeah I love that okay keeping with the passion for life I also think you're one of my you're like such a fashionista I do love clothes, great style. (laughs) Um, I have a problem. It's
0: like, what is that Carrie Bradshaw quote? I love my money where I could sing it hanging in my closet. (laughs) I love it. Okay, who do you dress for? That's a great question. I definitely dress for myself, like 100%. I, you know, I've always been an expressive dresser. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up with any money. And I would, you know, go to TJ Maxx, which was, I, I think it's a, I love TJ Maxx. Love and TJ, TJ Maxx to me then was a really nice store because you could get some really cool things there, especially on the clearance rack. Mm-hmm. I would go in the clearance rack in high school. And even if things didn't fit me, but I really liked it, I'd bring it home. I'd sew it up, alter it, and even like distress things. And I started to be really so expressive nice. with my clothes. I was voted best dressed in high school, but I, of course you were. But I just like it being super resourceful. And I remember, I was in my mid twenties and I was dating this guy He was really attractive. You know, came from a different background than me. He was very wealthy, and um, I remember he said to me, "He's like, you know, he's like, you know, you're hot, like you're pretty. He's like, but you, but you dress too theatrically." I'm like too theatrically. What is what? Well, I'm an actress, one, but also like, what does that even mean? And I thought about it a lot, but I think I am very expressive with my clothes. But I definitely dress for myself, and I always will.
1: (laughs) Do you feel like it helps with your confidence and being happy when I have a good outfit on? I'm like, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, I want to transition into how you stay so fit and healthy. With your fun life and that's full of passion, how are you staying? So give us some tips. And champagne, my god, yeah, Um, your love for champagne, my love for champagne too. (laughs) Love champagne. I wish we were together right now so we could actually have have champagne.
0: Champagne. I I love to work out. You know, I really do. I, going back to what we were talking about, I have anxiety, and working out helps me release a lot of that pent up frustration and just tension so I like working out a good sweat makes me feel really good yep and um same but you have to find the things that you love like I don't like running and I would push myself to run I'd be like I'm gonna go run three miles and hate it you know yep. like find what you like to do so you'll want to do it yeah so that's my advice for anybody and there's there's thousands of different workout classes I love Pilates. I started, you know, finding different Pilates instructors that I like because again, nothing's equal. I, um, you know, I love ankle weights. I Mm -hmm. forever, like I travel with ankle weights. Like I will wear ankle (laughs) weights through the airport. So my baggage isn't heavier.
1: (laughs) I'm like, I can see you with your ankle weights on right now. Yeah. I just, I love it. And
0: those are like little things that I like to do. And they're, those are easy, slow controlled movements that you know really help strengthen and tone and lengthen your body. Um, it is consistency though. You really do have to be consistent and mm-hmm. if my diet is not good, you know, I'm not going to see the results. Like it's it's diet and totally. exercise. It's both well, and you could have day I could go eat a bucket of fried chicken, you know what I mean? I could go have my champagne and my fried chicken, but I also have to like, you know, be really And other, just not all the time I guess I could say there's room for everything but there is a consistency that's needed I'm a big advocate of juicing I juice every morning and if I'm somewhere like in a hotel I find like a great juice shop and I go pick up my juices because it makes me feel really good to start my day with a really good clean organic green juice Um, so that's something that I do consistently no matter where I am Uh, and you know, and, and diet and having fun with food, you know, don't, if you're, if you're, if you're craving something, like have it, you know, don't deprive yourself because you'll end up binging or doing something radical soon after, which I have done like gone, you know, hours and hours without any food. And then the second I see a Kit Kat bar, I'm just like, woof it down. Like that's not, so you really do have to take care, be diligent. I think, you know, it's just consistency and and finding the things that you want to do. So you'll do them.
1: Yeah. I have a, an 80, 20 rule for myself. It sounds like you you have a similar, like you're consistent, but you're going to enjoy the bucket of chicken and the champagne
0: for sure. Yeah. Yeah, And you reset
1: every morning. Mm -hmm. Sounds like, right.
0: I do. And I, and there are some times where I'm like, God, maybe I had a little too much to drink and I've had to, correct course Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: I really do have to keep myself in check with a lot of things and because I could very easily go down the wrong path and I'm really hard on myself so if I do have you know three days where I'm not doing well whether it's through diet mental not working out it's easy to keep going down that road and you have to like stop and pick yourself up because I'm so hard on myself that like I I could very easily go into a dark place instead of pulling myself out of it and just realizing like it happens it's okay you could get back up and you know get back to where you want to be but it's always a yeah. process that you have to like you know it's a dance that you do with yourself my therapist said that I'm very hard on myself
1: yeah and not realizing
0: too. that like it happens to people you know you might have a really off few days it doesn't mean you have to continue being off yeah it's easier to do it's easier to do, to do crappy things when you've been doing mm-hmm. crappy things and you feel crappy it's yep. so much harder to be like i'm gonna stop this i'm gonna go work out i'm gonna sweat it out i'm gonna
1: yep. you know gonna drink, drink nothing but water, water yeah yeah okay we're gonna do my beyond beauty round are you ready okay yeah okay first question What is one piece of advice you've gotten from your mother or grandmother that still stands the test of time?
0: That's a great question. My mother, you know, my mother always would tell me to sit up straight. And I know Mm -hmm. that sounds like such a basic thing, but I've thought a lot about it. Like why is she constantly, she doesn't want me to slouch. But moreover, it's like, it's about presence. It's about Mm -hmm. like, you know, asserting yourself, about being confident walking into a room like and leading you know it's yes. instead of like you know hiding away or slouching away or feeling inferior and, and I don't think it when she was telling me this constantly that it was as deep as this but I, I feel it is like it really is about yes there are health benefits your back your core you want to strengthen your core but it's also about it's also just about you know, your own confidence and like yeah. just
1: showing yourself, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. So of like of an energy of like literally lifting yourself up and putting yourself out there than
1: hiding away. Especially as women. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. We
0: can, we can feel up, small ladies. very easily. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Who is your style icon?
0: Ooh, that's a great question. I have, have, have to say, one? of course. I love Audrey Hepburn because she's mm. classic feminine mm. classic graceful beautiful I love Sour Jessica Parker because she's resourceful and playful and fun yes. and can mix and match and make it work and expressive right and I love the Olsen twins because they're just like this enigma right like are they yeah. creatures like what? A, it's and they're yes. just cool. They're like just effortlessly cool. So those are like those are my go tos. They're, they're
1: <laughs> so cool. I agree. Yeah. Uh, favorite skin tip. Hmm.
0: hmm. That's a great question. Um. You know, I love my facials. Bridget and I have the same facialist for years. We
1: love her.
0: Love Carol her. So Skin Carol Spoke. Chan is amazing. But I um, you know. Skincare it changes a lot. And I think, especially this past year, where we're doing a lot of things at home, I've had to develop a whole new routine for myself. Yeah. And then also, masks, masks. I was getting like cystic, like deep blemishes in yeah. the mask area. Mm. So I needed to like change up my routine. And I found this routine God. that I love. I've never loved anything more for <laughs> skincare but I started using oil cleansers and um, my skin I noticed was getting dry. And I think that was contributing to a lot of the blemishes I had with the mask because it was so dry. Oil-based cleansers are where it's at. There's this one that I've been using by Marie Veronique. Okay. Really great line, clean, clean, and it, and it also like takes off makeup really easily. Like you yeah. don't need the extra makeup remover. I don't even use eye makeup remover because it takes off like my really thick mascara. And there's another one that I use that's a German brand. I have to go find it. I just found it. And it's less, it's an oil base, but it's less oily from the Marie Veronique, okay.
1: but they're still great. I'll post I these, love, everybody.
0: Yes, I'll go find the, the brand in a second. It's like in my bag over there. And I also love skin I'm mm-hmm. a huge skin scoodle fan. Their vitamin C serum rocks my world. Totally. So I use that every morning. And um, Barbara sternum moisturizer, because I don't want anything too heavy. Because going back to my skin, like I definitely have a little, it is, it could be oilier. It's definitely combination skin. Yeah, I also don't like to look shiny, and I don't want to weigh anything down, and my pores could get clogged really quick, which is why when people are like, "Oh my god," then why do you use an oil cleanser? But it doesn't do that. Like yeah. it's almost like a miracle. Like I never thought that I would be because huh. I don't even like I'm a matte person through and through. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think those three things, and I I do use a guasha stone a lot.
1: I love the guasha stone. Uh, mm-hmm. I get yeah. right in here through the neck. Yeah. Yeah, right. Everything drains
0: totally, and get any retention. It also helps with um with acne because you're releasing anything that's kind of like any toxins that's building up in a particular area. I did. I just got a guasha facial yesterday, and I tend to apply a lot of pressure when I'm doing it to myself, and I was told that that's not. The way to go that you have to be much softer, it's really just envisioning moving fluid in your face, like yeah, very soft. Huh. And you push up and then down through the lymph nodes so it passes and flushes through.
1: I love that. I very have a medicator, also, um, girl coming on and she's telling oh, it's very, love it, puts me to sleep. So, put, oh I'm my like, god, good, night. By the way, good night. I, I
0: sleep so well after I yeah. use a guasha. I don't know what that's about, but my sleeping is deeper when I use it. Well, maybe
1: it. your sinuses are clear. I don't know. Yeah, probably. What is it? Um, favorite inner Let's beauty ritual. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Favorite inner um, beauty ritual.
0: Favorite inner beauty ritual. I would say definitely my meditation. Okay. It helps keep me clear, grounded. I started doing TM, Transcendental Meditation, twice a day, 20 minutes. That has helped a lot. Okay. Um, and sleep.
1: Sleep <laughs> is so it's important. So if I'm not
0: sleeping, I'm so off. Yeah. I recently, um, my boyfriend has this place in Los Angeles that we haven't been to in a long time. And I went there a week ago and it's to say that the mattress is firm. It's not firm. This was a slab of concrete. This was not like... <laughs> I was almost like do you hate yourself like Boyfriend. why would you buy this bed and anyway I slept on it for like three days and I could not sleep to which he calls me the princess in the pea which is not true this is not this true. is literally this is like a bed that they use during like I don't know a, like the revolutionary war or something but <laughs> it is so like not good but anyway I I definitely would say sleep sleep it's really about sleep
1: so going back to meditating, do you meditate every single day, two times a day, or do you just look, like get it in when you can?
0: Get in when you can, but I am seriously off if I don't do it for a few days. Okay, like if if I'm two, three days without it, look, like I start to get—I mean, really, really anxious, and I so don't really—and yeah, like it just tense, yeah. and I mean, I can be like volatile, also, yeah. you know, like all of that anxiety just makes me run really hot yeah. so I have to do
1: it yeah I love that that's great mm-hmm. what's always in your purse product wise wellness wise like what do you not leave home without we need to know
0: I have my purse right here Ooh, okay I will show you okay so oh, oh this is in the bottom of my bag which I love there are these liquid iv powder I packets I love those too I love them they're so good and sometimes I'll just throw them in some water and it really just helps your body absorb water right it's like electrolytes but it's good for you it's not like yep. you know drinking some sort of Gatorade thing they're fantastic I love them especially when you're flying and you're feeling dehydrated like it's all about it's all about just water but also Hydration. like just keeping the water in and um my favorite beauty products that I never leave without. I love this Charlotte Tilbury Airbrush Flawless Finish Powder. I love it. It's so, for somebody that's not really great at doing their makeup, which is me, this helps blend everything. It's almost like putting like a filter on your face. I Yes. It helps everything just kind of come together, you know? I,
1: I use that as well. I love it.
0: Yeah, I also love the It Cosmetics CC cream.
1: I dab a little bit of that. I love that girl.
0: Really, really great. Love that brand. And it's so and it also does like it doesn't clog my pores. I think it cosmetics started out as like a skincare line and then they went to making makeup. So it's makeup that's good or better for your skin.
1: Yeah, she had rosacea. It reminded me of your story with Yeah. yeah, And she couldn't Mm -hmm. find makeup. She was a news anchor. And she couldn't find makeup to cover her skin properly. So she would be working and they would, she would hear in her ear set, like you're, you like, you look really red or like wipe something (gasps) off your face. And she's like, I can't wipe it off my face. Girl, her story. She just came out with a book, her story. I I love her. I want her on my show. Yeah.
0: It's such a great line. I feel like it's a very, it's popular, but I still feel like it's underrated, Mm -hmm. you know? I love a cosmetic CC cream. I swear by it.
1: If you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh, that is a
0: great question. Besides me, of course. <laughs> Besides <laughs> you. Um, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs>
1: is I love that too it. serious? No, it's great. I'm he was like, what does he su- think of all of this? He was probably super cool. He's like, well, what are you guys <laughs> doing down there? He's um, like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> You guys are crazy. Okay, final question. Okay. If you could go back in time and tell your younger self something about confidence, self acceptance, body mm-hmm. image, anything, what would you tell her?
0: I love that question. I think about it all the time. You know, there's this really popular acting exercise where you carry a, a photo of your younger self in your pocket and you look at that photo and you you treat your inner child the way that you would want to be treated, like protect your inner child. Like it's your own, that gets your child. And it's yeah. like so much about that. It's like protect the inner child within you because that child still gets broken. It still feels insecure and pain and all the things that we felt as kids. And again, remember to play. But what I would tell my younger self is everything's going to work out. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to work out. And what other people think of you is none of your business. Mm. You know, I spend so much time caring about what other people think of me of not feeling like the smartest person in the room or the prettiest person or the most interesting. And
1: yeah, why
0: do I care what they think? And we have to remind ourselves of that yeah. too in our older child. Yeah. Self.
1: But 100%. I think
0: really remembering what other people think of you is none of your business. I love that.
1: Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for so doing nice. this, and thank you for inviting me and yeah, sharing your best. wisdoms. <laughs> tell um tell my listeners where they can find you.
0: Well, you could find me on Instagram at Christina Evangelista and my podcast yes. at Half Naked Podcast. We also have an Instagram and check it out. You could find my email address there. I love hearing from people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have been
1: loving your podcast, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry you. I didn't it's say that fun. earlier, but I have been oh. loving it. It's so oh, interesting. I have Casabella yeah. on today, if you're wondering.
0: I was wondering what you were wearing. I love Casabella, one of my favorite You were line.
1: thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing you
0: in your underwear, baby. Thinking,
1: um, thinking yeah, but still, it's Italian.
0: I love it. I love yeah.
1: the brand. Oh, my yeah. God. Thank you so much. I'll thank see you, you soon. I'll see you Enjoy soon. Enjoy Miami, Okay. Thank you. Show it off, every curve, every pie yeah, cause I'm the
0: Thank you for joining another Beyond Beauty Project conversation. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. Don't forget to check out our website at www.beyondbeautyproject.com, where you can find all of our socials. And don't be shy. Bridget wants to hear from you. So feel free to send a DM or an email to let us know your thoughts and what you'd like to hear about next. See you beauties on the next Beyond Beauty Project. Catch us next
1: Wednesday. This podcast episode is designed to be for informational and discussion purposes only. I am not a doctor and I am not trained as a medical provider or counselor. I do not provide medical care or attempt to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any physical ailment or any mental or emotional issue, disease, or condition on this podcast. Always seek the advice of your own physician or other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding your personal medical condition. Do not disregard recommended medical advice or treatment or delay in seeking professional medical advice because of information or content obtained from this podcast. If you have or suspect that you have a medical or mental health issue, please contact your own healthcare provider promptly. For urgent medical needs, please contact your healthcare provider or call 911 immediately.